This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., Don't Text Him With Your Green Bubbles, a.k.a. I Only Debate My Equals, Everybody Else I Teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. You put me in a room with lions, Simba's dying. Come back 15 minutes later, I'll have dinner frying. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? It's your man Dame Gone Wild, the West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the Liquor Store Legend, the Corner Store Conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, Bobby Bage, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast. You know who the fuck they came to see. Uh, welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast episode 82. 82. Well, you know. That's the year you was born. You know, for 1982. I mean, it's very, I'd hold that year very near and dear to my heart. How the fuck did I miss that last week for 81? I don't know, dog. I mean. We looking for football players. Yeah, yeah, looking for the Terrell (laughs) Owens, looking for jersey numbers and shit. Yeah, you know, 82 was a great year, you know. The God was born. Okay, let's let's stop reaching, my nigga. Let me grab my bill. I'm a god, you know what I'm saying? And uh, peace to all the kings and the queens, the suns and the earths. Hey, you know what's so funny? This is totally random, but um, I was listening to some Erica Badu uh, on and on this week. By yourself? Uh, no, actually, I listened to Black out of ATL. He did a cover of On and On. Okay. And when I was looking, listening to that, I started listening. I don't know. I was like, I was listening to the words more vivid or more clearly, whatever. Yeah. And I uncovered some shit, some very basic shit that it, it's been 25 years and I just, it shit, the light bulb just hit me. That's something 25 years old? Yeah, I think it's either 20 or 25. I can't remember. It's got to be, like, I'm thinking 20. Uh, So that was what, 90, what's it, it's 2018? Yeah. 20 something. Mm. 98 was 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty years then. Yeah, because uh, she just did the. Uh, she got like she got a, a whole special. She was I seen her on Jesus and Meryl, and she had this whole special plaque and everything. Twenty years anyway. So and on and on, when she was like, uh, let me bring up the lyrics and shit because I don't want to misquote. Um, but one piece I will say because I know this off the part when she was like, uh, I was born on the water with three dollars and six dimes. You may laugh because you did not do your math. Did you ever do the math on that shit? No. I, it, I never knew what the fuck she was talking about until this week. So her being born underwater is because she's a Pisces. So that's the Pisces sign with the two fish or whatever. Okay. Um, she was born with $3 and six dimes. Basically means she was born with 360 degrees of knowledge. The $3 is the 300 and the six dimes is the 60. So 360 degrees of knowledge, the whole cipher complete. Like, boom. Like, what the fuck I was at for the last 20 years. Uh, I'm That's not, supreme mathematics. So when she says, you didn't do your math, she referring to the supreme mathematics. Like, oh, shit. Shit flew over my fucking head, bro. Completely. Flew over my fucking head. Um, so 
also she was like, um, you, we made. They said we made in His image, so call us by our name. Most intellects don't believe in God, but they fear us just to get, fear us just the same, because we are an image of gods and we are gods. And the intellects fear God and they fear us, the black man. I was like, wow, or the black Asiatic black man. Some more supreme mathematics, all that other bullshit. So shout out to uh, Erica Badu. <laughs> That was random as fuck. It was, but it's been on my mind. And when I said I'm a god, that's what kind of okay. Well, fuck it up. Thank you. Hey, we going to 2018 enlightened. Okay, I mean, I'm with it. I'm with yeah, it. I'm this is our first it. episode of 2018. It is. How was your New Year's? Uh, my New Year's was all right, man. I, 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 you know, had a pretty good time bringing in around a couple friends. You know, a little potluck, a lot of liquor, music, drinking. Your watch dad wasted. I was pretty fucking wasted. Man. Okay. I'm like, proud I, of you. I can't even lie. I was pretty fucking wasted. I taught you well. What was you drinking all? Uh, I drank like a fifth of Henny. I mean, I'm sorry, a fifth of Remy. Remy make my stomach hurt. I can't fuck with it. I like Remy, dog. I prefer it. I like bottom shelf liquor. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> it's very unfortunate. You know, I just like to get to my destination as quick as possible. Okay. And when I drink, I drink to get drunk. Well, if you drink in the bottom shelf, it's not going to get you there. You it will. Get, it's get, it's just a bumpier road. You got to get some top high quality shit. It's like driving up to Quinder as opposed to jumping on 696. Yeah. Shoot down Mound is faster. <laughs> <laughs> I caught a lot of tickets on Mound back when we used to work out yeah. in Sterling Heights. Yeah. And a lot of lights on mound, and I used to take advantage of trying to float through them bitches. I'm trying to think. I didn't. Nothing crazy popped off in my new year. Uh, haven't gone to jail as of as of yet. So I'm trying to keep that streak alive in 2018. We five yes, days bro. in, five days in, and I'm five days free. Hey man, I'm still breathing, so I'm still cheesing. Yeah. So that's how we live. And we got big things planned for this year. We got some big big plans that we are bubbling up. 2018 is going to be the year that we get that official bag, like. I feel bad for niggas that didn't fuck with us already because the price of the brick going up. Uh, these bookings ain't going to be cheap. And if you, you want to fuck with Shop Talk Podcast, you either you're going to get down or you're going to lay the fuck down. Uh, I'm just looking to put out some good content and uh, make some dope moves, man. I'm Speaking of good content, we, that's how we're going to start the year off. Absolutely. With incredible content. Yeah. So uh, we recorded this episode. Uh, well, this episode is live, but, you know, the interview – um, the interview we did like two weeks ago. Uh, about a week, week and a half. Okay. Maybe, yeah, you know, it's that murky-ass time yeah. around the beginning of the year where today ain't tomorrow and I don't yeah, yeah. know what the fuck is going on. But we recorded this interview. Uh, we're fortunate enough. Last year, we started off the in, started off the year with the whole IBGM family. Absolutely. The had, IBGM episode. Yeah. We had Detroit Charlie in here, uh, San Antone, Tony Zuko, the bank god. And then uh, a homie, a dubbed God, and we had a really interesting, really interesting interview. Charlie and the team really gave us a lot of insight on, you know, some of the business dealings and their successes and even failures. Yeah, I mean, with, it was a with like Oba, uh, Dej Loaf, and gave us a lot of insight on that situation. And still to date, that's probably like our highest, it's the highest, highest streamed episode yeah. that we got. I mean, they went through the whole that old relationship, fights at the BET Awards, the whole nine yeah. yards. So um, it was a dope episode. We really just, didn't pull any punches a whole bunch of shit back. Yeah. And literally, that was one year ago today, almost, because that was the first episode we dropped of the new year. Yeah. And uh, so we was uh, expecting really big things from IBGM, 
in 2017, supposed to drop these projects and things of that nature. And, um, you know, throughout the year, you know, plans change. Exactly. And that's just how it is in business. There's ups and downs. You know, sometimes you forecast or plan, plan shit out. And that's just the, the music industry as a whole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people throw out dates. This is going to be out on this date. And sometimes shit gets delayed for, for various reasons. But, you know, behind the scenes, we didn't really know or have have knowledge of what was going on at the time. Yeah. You know, we I was watching from social media, too. It looked like tensions between the camp and, you know, things were kind of going awry. And um, Charlie had reached out to me uh, towards the end of the year and said, hey, I just want to leave a lot of this shit in 2017, focus on 2018, and move forward. Right. You know what I mean? Because definitely a lot of things going on on social, and he just wanted to come up here, and which we appreciate. And, and sometimes um, social media paints like a diluted picture of what's really going on. Right. Shit. And, and people get emotional, get out of out of character. And, you know, it doesn't always paint things in the best light. So Charlie uh, came in, sat down with us for a really open and candid uh, interview, uh, gave his opinion on things. And we said it before, even last year when we did the initial IBGM episode, like it's an open door policy. You want to come here and speak your truth? You know, we're not hard to find. Reach out and, uh, you know, because it's. It's three sides to every story, and I'm, right. I'm a staunch believer in that. Your side, my side, and then the truth. So, I mean, you know, there are other proponents, other people involved in this story. Yeah, I think the three sides, I say your perspective, person A perspective, person B's perspective, and then the complete perspective. And oftentimes we see things through our perspective. Uh, so when Charlie came in uh, – he sat down and he just started. He started talking. Started going. You know, he started going. I didn't know we had started yet. So, uh, I grabbed the camera, hit the camera, hit the button, then hit the turn the mics on or whatever. Um, so, this is gonna start off already going, and starts off. He's having a conversation about uh, dealings with a uh, popular Detroit music uh, video videographer director. Yeah, and um, and it goes from there. And uh, we'll check in in a couple seconds. Yeah, a couple minutes. <laughs> so, um, long story short, I like try to be the bigger man a couple times, offer him a couple good ass bags to do some work for us because all my people want to work with him. I think the nigga talented as fuck. I'm like, fuck it. If dog can get past the bullshit, we can work, you know? He was just like, his responses and shit was just over the top and just extra. And then it was just like, oh, I'm done with this nigga. So, then long story short, we are doing a record with Julio, artist I'm no longer working with, Jay Julio, called Rubber Band Baby, this bitch fire. And Jerry loved the record, so he wanted to do the, the video and shit. And I'm like, no, we're not fucking with dog. You don't get to do no records when he decided to do them and shit. I don't want my name on that nigga shit, you feel me? So, uh, <clears throat> anyway, niggas was trying to go against me and shit, Tone and Dub. Them niggas was like, no, let them do it. Because they, they niggas are like dick sucking the nigga anyway. They want to work with the nigga anyway and shit, so... They was already trying to dick suck and get that shit done for their own work, but he was not really interested in working with them niggas because they don't think they sweet, bro. I mean, it's obvious how people view you as an artist based on, like, the type of work and requests you get. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas ain't requesting you on projects. Niggas not requesting to be a part of your studio sessions. Then they're not really fucking with you musically. They might be fucking with you personally. 
And like I just had to give niggas them type of truths. You feel me? And niggas don't like that. You feel me? You start, and niggas got them egos, and you start telling niggas the truth like that, and it's like whoa. But it's the truth. But you got to say that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because we trying to build past the bullshit. And I'm not about building fake shit. I'm about being real. You feel me? So, um, we start that type. I'm about to click in. I want you. Oh yeah, that shit. I'm just gonna, I'm still a chronological story right now. So that happened. Joint custody was supposed to drop like J- July fourth and shit. That was the joint custody shit between Julie and Latone. And really, that man, that project is an amazing fucking project. You know what I'm saying? It was a really good project produced by my still producer, my nigga YG, who is solid as fuck. Young ass nigga got principles. These old niggas need to learn. But he had his dad. So I mean, it's a parent when niggas had a dad, they just act different. But um, that's why he a different type of nigga, I guess. But anyway, um, so that project was supposed to come out. Then some bullshit happened. Not gonna talk too much about that. I was I killed the project. Boom, we done with that. Boom, we done with that. We had released Julio from his uh, arrangement with us and shit, and we moved forward. Tom really got depressed. Because this was like the second time we had like trashed the whole fucking project. You feel me? And I felt them. I'm like, shit, nigga, we gotta do it this way. But I'm always thinking forward. I, what, I, but what's the reason to trash the? I mean, if you got a solid project, you said it's fire, it's done. What's the reason then to it, trash it? Yeah, it's it's principles and things. People like when you move. Like I can't say too much. You know what I'm saying? But when you move a certain way, I'm just not interested in being a part of that shit no more. You know what I'm saying? So some things happened. Some things was done and said the wrong way. And I was just not interested in working with everybody involved in that project at that time. So I was just like, look, this is my shit. <clears throat> Back to the video with Jerry and shit. So at that time, nigga, when them niggas was going against me and let, trying to shoot, they was shooting the video and shit, sneaking. They was literally sneaking and doing this shit, bro. Like, you a grown-ass man. You sneaking and doing? What the fuck is this, right? This is some love and hip-hop shit. So I was just real disappointed. So I quit, nigga. I gave the whole company the time to do I was like, I got this shit. I'm done, nigga. So them niggas was like, no, nah, they don't want to do that because now they got to pay for it and be responsible and really be the boss and shit. So now we had a whole nother meeting. I demoted Dub. He was no longer partner. And um, I really had to kick this ass out. <laughs> and then, like, everybody just talked, my, talked some sense into him. Like, you just mad. And I was just mad because he's my man and shit. But he wasn't no partner. The fuck? He ain't no partner bag. You can't be a partner bag no more. So we demoted him. And Tom was cool with it. But you could tell Tom was, like, damn sad about it. But he understood, though. And I told Tom the same. Like, nigga, until y'all niggas start investing financial capital the way I am, I'm literally paying for everything. A-Dub, as a equal partner in a multimillion-dollar company, gave me $400 total his total investment. And two over 100, I paid him back. You know what I'm saying? These niggas got questions. <clears throat> as far as like the money's me and Tom spent, his money's on the book and off the book, but it's around 80000 the nigga owe me. You know what I'm saying? But he don't want to attest to all that. But here's an example of money he likes to contest against. So, for instance, when we were, everything was moving like oil and we had to get our media done. Niggas don't really fuck with me much, so I got to pay the bag to get shit done. You know what I'm saying? So I hit up Lando, uh, the hip hop lab and shit, yeah. 4, 450. To pay him <clears throat> for this quick ass interview and get it edited out, woo, woo. and then the bullshit happened, which killed everything, and and a lot of shit happening right then. So I just removed myself, and Lando money got tied up in that. But I ended up paying Lando, you know what I'm saying? But Tone to be like, that's four hundred and fifty dollars out of tens of thousands of dollars, and this nigga, like, I itemize, I pull up my phone, but I, I itemize every fucking thing, and this nigga said, me like that four fifty, I never agreed. 
to pay him 450 for that interview. I'm like, nigga, but you did the interview. I'm, you know, I'm quarterbacking this. You gave me the green light. I like, mean, but you ain't tell it, bro. You know that we moving. You know what I'm saying? It's, but but it's 450 dollars. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what the fuck are we really talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, you owe me damn near 80,000, 50,000 guarantee. We both agree to that. We both understand. And just in principle, I took a hundred thousand. I invested in him since two thousand and ten, and we cut it in half because we couldn't really like dollar for dollar. And I ain't really give a fuck for real anyway. So we just always said fifty k. You feel me? But then Dage took off, and we just you know he still never paid me nothing off of that because I was letting him get his money because we ain't needy. You feel me? So <clears throat> so then the day shit exploded. Boom boom boom. Still owe me the fifty, but now I'm like. Cushion and shit, paying his rent and shit, and all this other shit, because I feel bad because I'm you know, fucked our money up by beefing with her or shit. You feel what I'm saying? But again, I'm paying for everything anyway. I, like he's literally never paid a dollar into a company. Like my thing is like, you have to add value to to a company. You know what I'm saying? In some respects, and like Tone's whole role has always been as an artist for so long. You know what I'm saying? We had an artist manager relationship, and I told him after the days and shit, I'm not your manager no more. We're partners now. You. Are a partner in this company, so it's time to act like a boss. And I'm gonna show you how to play your role because you're a people person. We're gonna utilize everything, but he, it wasn't being done. Like the phone calls and shit, he wasn't able to do the pull the way he was at one time. And it's like, well, bro, that shit ain't working. So now, <clears throat> you know, and that happened because of the Sean shit, because Sean tried to ham him on his shit or whatever, and we had to get that money from Sean, or whatever. But now you can't make the calls and shit. So now it's time to figure another way to be valuable to the company because the raps ain't important, bro, because we got too much good rap. You know what I'm saying? So it became a thing where niggas didn't want to pay nothing. So niggas never paid anything the whole time. So all the shit was adding up, and niggas start dying. Niggas want to, like, I mean, when I tell you, bro, if you arguing with me about $50, bro, like a $50, bro, all right, fuck that $50 then. You know what I'm saying? Let's move past. That. When you say they ain't want to pay nothing, we talking studio time, nothing. production, I, nothing, nothing, bro. I literally every single dollar that was spent was mine, every single dollar, and it, and everyone knows that. And so when people say, "Man, Tone don't say nothing bad about you," Tone can't. Tone ain't take an eighty thousand dollar loss. Tone gotta be quiet because if he opens his mouth, what are you gonna say? Like he tried to play roles with my wife. Like I have Bree. Like Brie, can you hear him up? Because like she like. Everybody like, man, you be going to the internet, da da da. What I'm gonna do, bro? What you want me to shoot him? What you want me to do? This is my man. What you want me to do? Right? What everybody oh every I I talk to his mother, nigga, trying to get her. I'm not involved in that. I talk to his girlfriend, I'm not involved in that. Ooh. I'm not involved in that. What you mean you're not involved in that? But if I was on some other shit where it was gonna get some street shit, everybody involved now. But that's crazy that when I'm trying to be dipped like the thing is me and Tone. Let me slow down. The, the beef is not that Tone has not paid me. Tone won't have a conversation on how he is going to pay me. That's crazy, right? I'm sitting there talking to niggas, telling them, like, bro, I told Tone, first of all, I tried to subsidize all the debt by buying his song from him at $1,000 a verse, bro. And Tone's verses are not worth $1,000. Can't nobody in this city say they would pay Tone over 250 to 500 maybe for a verse, if anybody is doing that. So for me to say, I'm going to give you 1000 for a verse. So we were supposed to cut off about $45,000 in the debt just based on him giving me the rights to the music, right? So me and Knoxville, my nigga Knoxville, we all part of the tape. We got this together. Now, everything cool. Me and Tom, we was past the money. We back on the phone kicking it. The business was done. We weren't doing music no more. Two, three weeks go by. Never get the hard drive. Never get the sessions. Then he tell him, tell him, I just forgot to give them to him. No, you didn't, nigga, because I'm hitting you up like, yo, when we going to bump into each other? Woo-woo. 
You lying, nigga. You playing. He gonna tell me, I think you trying to get over on me. How, nigga? How am I trying to get over on you? I'm giving you money credited to a, a real debt, unless you don't realize, unless you don't, don't value the debt as a real debt. But I'm giving you actual credit towards a real debt for valueless bullshit. For real, you know what I'm saying? Because at the time, I was buying the music and I was going to still reinvest because I got to make the music monetizable, right? So I still got to do the videos. You know what I'm saying? We got to, what, what, how much I pay Hustle and them? Like $4,000, $5,000 to do that dope, dope band video. That bitch never dropping. You know what I'm saying? Hustle Berry and them hit me up all the time. When that video dropping, never. Tatone give me $5,000 for that bitch that I paid for it. Never. And it's sad because it's a really good video and it's an amazing art. But, and it ain't just the money. It's like, nigga, I conceptualized that video. I came up with all that shit. So I want to see my ideas flourish and shit. That's all it really is about me is for, for the ideas. So, so question. So that debt is over a time. Like, how long of a time period are we talking about? Over the what? The money? Yeah. We talking like, though, so from two, right 2012 from till now. Like, I've been, like, carrying him. So if you're still a businessman at the end of the day, why not just put it out and make what you make off of it? Because, like, for me, again, I'm a bad businessman in that sense. If I don't want to be fucking associated with it, I don't even want the money associated with it. I'm good on all that shit. I'm not driven by by recouping. Like, when I tell people, like, I offer Tony opportunity to pay me $500 a month, bro. $500 a month. And this nigga went and bought a Benz, bro. He went and bought a Benz. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I lost my wife's wedding ring, $25,000 because of this fucking company. $25,000 and a $15,000 pair of diamond earrings was lost in the pawn shop because we had to... I had to carry everything, and them niggas wouldn't bring nothing in, but he going to fucking St. Thomas and St. Martin and all that, and niggas, that's being paid for. He not paying for that, but it's being paid for. So my thing is, like, whoever's paying for you to take these trips with them, why can't they invest in something you're doing? Why they can't believe in what we're doing? Because it's a game. This is something you're doing on the side and became that. And so I started taking more control over it and started being more real with niggas and putting niggas in their place, and that became a friction. And I knew this day was coming. But everybody, man, I don't think y'all should destroy the relationship. The relationship don't gotta be destroyed. It don't ever have to be destroyed because today the nigga can sit with me and just have a conversation, which is the only thing I've been trying to get everybody to like. Man, why can't y'all y'all talking to me? Why can't y'all get this nigga on the phone to tell me how he's gonna pay me this money back? I'm not niggas thinking I'm trying to bully this nigga for ten, twenty thousand, drop a bag. No, nigga, I offered this nigga to give me five hundred dollars a month. Nigga, you couldn't even get a fucking car that costs 80000 for 500 a month, nigga. This is interestless money, bro. Interestless money. Nobody's giving that type of cash up interestless, bro. I'm not asking for nothing more than what I... I'm not even asking for everything I put in. Just give me what I can remember I put in. What type of friend is this, nigga? I took care of this nigga. When I tell you I, t- I took care of this nigga... More than, and I'm not even going to bring that shit. He know what I did. His parents know what I did. His friends know what I did. Niggas running around with him. They all know what I did. So when I'm sitting there seeing these niggas running around with this nigga like, bro, you really doing Charlie like this? You really going to just be quiet on Charlie for real? Man, a nigga. I take the Kevin Oro because you know him. This is another thing. So the whole thing started over me and Prevail. Like, so I'm running back behind on the rent at the collective shit because I'm taking care of real life shit in my life. You feel me? So the rent and the thing became second thing. So the money wasn't happening like it needed to. So we had a publishing check. Oh, so when the shit happened with Julio, when they convinced me to come back in, I told them, I said, listen, starting in August, August 17th, you guys have to start, y'all going to start carrying the shit. I'm going to take my shit and get all my personal shit back in order. And I'm not going to put no more money in. Y'all going to, and they were like, cool, we're going to do that. 
August 13th, they decided they was done, nigga. And I ain't even peep game until like a month later. Like, damn, them niggas came in August 13th talking about, man, I think I'm done, bro. I got to do something else. It's too stressful, too much drama. I didn't even realize it was literally four days before they would start supposed to take over all the financial responsibilities. And when that hit, I'm like, well, I see what these niggas are on. So cool. Dub, you, we don't got nothing to talk about. I ain't talked to Dub or said nothing. To, you ain't. That's because it's nothing there. It was never nothing there. Like I, that nigga was tone friend. I fuck with Dog, but whatever. I did so much for him, but I would have did the same thing for a homeless nigga. So that's nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? So, but Tone is my man. You know what I'm saying? That's supposed to be my man. We can't have a you. You you admit you owe me money, but you are gonna give it to me as you can, like when you can, however you can. What what the fuck? But you can go buy a fucking Benz. So let me ask. So um, before whatever happened and all the projects were scrapped, so I assuming the goal was put this music out, it's gonna make X amount of dollars, and that would have been the money. Yeah, would have been that it yeah. took care of and right. everything. Care of all the but he didn't want to do that because he felt like if the music blowed up, I'd be getting over on him. Mm. That's really how selfish this nigga is. I paid for everything to be created. I wrote some of it, a lot of it. Conceptualize, uh, man, this nigga will tell you, my nigga will tell you how involved I am in writing niggas' music and structuring songs while niggas talking about what they writing. So, without saying too much, but like I said, so this nigga knows my involvement, and you're gonna tell me, nigga, oh, if it blow up, you feel like you're gonna, like, nigga, what, you, what if it never ever blow up? Now what? I'm giving you an out to money you owe me. You must not think this money is really owed to me. You know what I mean? So it came to a point, bro, shit got nasty, bro. You know what I'm saying? I gave this nigga opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I pull up on this nigga a couple times. He got scared. Instead of trying to actually talk to me and talk to a nigga, like like I'm about to ride on him or something. Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Because, I mean, I thought y'all, well, y'all are good friends, so I never Nah, really we was, bro. We not, I can't call no nigga like that my friend. Yeah. Like, bro, nigga, we've been knowing each other since fucking elementary, bro. You, nigga, I barely talk to ever you, but if I have a problem, we gonna talk about that shit. This nigga every single fucking day, bro, and that's why I'm pissed at myself. Like, all this, like, nigga, you, if I was courtside, you know, this nigga with me, bro. I took this nigga everywhere, like my son, bro, sitting right courtside with me. He don't got no fucking money. You know what I'm saying? Now, he course out on somebody else's money. That's his type of nigga. He move around, but that's cool. But my point is, I said that to say this, and this is a, a, a lesson I learned. Nigga, be careful who you share your fucking memories with because not all my course side memories and shit. I can't even watch my videos because this bitch sitting right next to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga, <sighs> bro, this, man. <laughs> anyway, like I said, bro, that shit was a blessing for me, nigga. That shit don't cost nothing to take a nigga course side. Nigga, I took bitches I don't even talk to no more course side, so... Whatever with that shit But what I'm saying is Just be careful who you take courtside Who you take around your family Who you be and have your memories with Cause you never do know How these niggas gonna play Cause when shit get tight Like that nigga say uh, What he say in that song He say uh, I can't switch on my nigga Charlie Cause I was down on my nigga that, Whatever that line is That's why I took that video Of him flashing my money That I was giving him For his house shit He doing and fucking That song And I edited it together Like what the fuck nigga We ain't even beefed out About nothing I'm just trying to see how you going to start paying me my money. Like, man, I'm going to pay you back when I can. Bro, why my kids got to miss Christmas? Why my bills got to keep being back while you buying shit, bro? So you doing it to be a hoe. You want me to do something. You want me to react because you know it's easy for me to be the bad guy. But I'm not going to do that. So, man, like a lot of shit been going on because I had these evil ass thoughts, bro. I had this shit planned for this nigga birthday, boy. But 
So I just told this nigga, man, I sent him and all his friends a DM and his mom. I just talked to his mother yesterday. She's like, Charlie, don't do that. Don't cut me off. Like, we good. You can come over. Like, she just texted me this last night. Like, you can still come over. We family if you want to stop. Like, no, we can't be family, Miss Tammy, because how can you not say something to him? You got to be able to at least, like, bro, talk to Charlie. Like, if he was into it with his sister, y'all would be talking to them to talk to each other. So it's not family. It's not. It's your family against my family. And since that is that, and nobody wants to talk to him, that nigga can have that money. He can keep that, and you can keep your life. You can keep everything. Nigga, I don't want the music, nothing. Any beats you got that I bought, nigga, are mine. All them lyrics that I wrote, they are mine. You know which ones are. We all do. So just change that shit, take your beats, put them on your music, put on other shit, and move on, nigga. All that money is forgiven, bro. Forgiving, nigga. I don't want it. If you give me that money, I'm burning that shit up on live. On my God, nigga. So I'm just getting that out. And like, cause I'm moving on, dog. I got all this amazing shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, my fucking wife sitting right here. We got Charlie and Bree. You know what I'm saying? I'm going up for ten and a half million dollar funding on these new projects I got. Bitcoin going crazy. You been heavy on the Bitcoin talk, man. What, bitch? So I can't be stressed about this. Like that's why I, I, you know, I was sending this nigga evil ass text messages like every day and shit, just to bring him down in spirit and shit. Because it's such (laughs) I'm evil person like that. (laughs) It sounds like it. It (laughs) sounds like it. But that's but a lot of bad shit been happening to me because of that nigga. I just had to beat another case and another case out of nowhere though. Like what the fuck this shit coming from? Oh yeah, this mean shit you doing. You know what I'm saying? So I got it. That's why. just like my nigga JD, nigga, that's my ace, nigga. That nigga been, he was the first one to believe in me, and he's still believing. He just tell bro, stay off this bullshit. He know I'm doing this. That's why I ain't even on really on no tripping shit with this. Like niggas gotta know, bro. I'm not trying to bully Tone. I'm not trying to be on the shit I was with. With look what he went and did, bro. The craziest niggas talking about how Oba, Oba da 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 da. First thing he go do go make right with Oba and get good with Oba. These niggas back cool and shit. You know what I'm saying? Immediate. Like what the fuck is that? Like, nigga, I remember telling you, calm down, bro. Don't have nothing done to this nigga, bro. And now y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is this? I don't understand. What? Well, how was that? I never had an issue with Oba. My issue with Oba was what he was doing to you, nigga, and how you was affected by that shit. You know what I'm saying? The nigga owed me money, but a lot of people owe me money. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I owe money, so it's not an issue like that. You know what I'm saying? But when you see a nigga make a move like that, like, damn, you got to question a nigga like that. Like, bro, like, Oba? First move you make, talking about men in relationships, really, but you can't talk to me how you're going to pay me my money. You're going to destroy our relationship because you don't want to give me my money. You can't give me $500, but you're going to go get a fucking 07 Benz. You buy an iPhone. What that X cost? $1,000? <laughs> Fuck what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, man, it couldn't be me, bro. I feel so many niggas be calling me, bro. That nigga lame, bro. Da da da. But go tell him he a lame, nigga. Don't fucking hang around and slap the nigga for and shit. Come to me talking about how you agree with me. This nigga a bitch. No, 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 don't do that. Stay on that side, nigga. That's why I said, nigga, if you shaking that nigga hand, stay on that side, bro. That nigga's nothing, bro. And the truth gonna always prevail, my nigga. My truth is in time, and I say that forever, nigga. Time tells my truth. So hanging with that nigga. Or you got to think about it. He ain't wrong just a random nigga. He ain't finessing just a random nigga. He finessing a nigga who loved him to death, nigga, who would have dropped a nigga for him. This is a different type of finesse. This is like stealing from your fucking mother, like stealing from your father. 
just different. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like he just saw a ham. You know what I'm I don't work with niggas before who felt I was like a ham. I did some work with them. They got the fuck on. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Nigga, that was no ham. You played yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? What was $100? Nigga, you know what I'm saying? I lost that on the way here. You know what I'm saying? So, but people don't understand, like, the money is, like, we as black people value money so much because we were slaves and then workers. We were never owners. So our the money becomes so valuable to us that if you, I'm giving away this shit, you think I'm lame or crazy or something. It's like, this is dust, nigga, here. You know what I'm saying? Because if I control you, I control it. You know what I'm saying? If money controls you, then I control it and I control you. So it's like... That's what people don't understand. Like that money shit. That's why a nigga like me just—it's nothing. It's nothing to lose that shit, bro. Because it's nothing to make it. You know what I'm saying? But once you lose me, you lost forever. Everybody, look at what days they thought she was going up. You know what I'm saying? Look, everybody, man, what's gonna happen next? Because you lost something when you lost me. Don't give a fuck what you go do, who you go run with, who cars you jumping in and out, who fucking. It's lame. You you just immediately became a dick rider. Like you ain't ride with your team, and it's like what what happened? You know what I'm saying? Nigga being confrontational. Nigga being filled with drama. Nigga being the same. Nigga never ever been different. So what changed today? Oh, the money a little tighter. Okay, it ain't as loose for y'all niggas. So you got to contribute now. Okay, so now you don't want to be a boss. You want to be an artist. Okay, go do that then. So. So now let's talk about the money Because like the whole point of me giving you these years Of owing me was based on a, a thing we were going to do We were going to go get a deal And I was going to get my bag You feel me? And there wasn't going to be no interest on it Fuck it That's not happening So like man I'm going to give you your money bro Okay cool when? How you going to start? So why not complete the process then? Still, still trying to shop for the, still nah, trying to shop for the I mean, deal. I can go, I can go get but at a, least that way you, you'll bro, recoup I'm, what you put listen, out. Bro, Mark, listen, before March, I will have four artists with deals, nigga. I'm not, I can go get deals all day. Deals ain't shit. I'm, I'm, I'm actually because I'm actually gonna take a back seat from actually day to day on the music. My nigga Steve, y'all know him. Uh, I won't say too much, but he about to come and help me big time, nigga. You feel me? My nigga JD. You know what I'm saying? We we doing shit moving. So with me, I got Charlie and Bree. I got this Building Bosses Foundation. You know what I'm saying? Just changing the outlooks and the perspective of kids in this inner city to help them become a part of this renaissance and own shit and learn, show them how, what ownership is. So, like, for me... Like, I, I, the only reason we never had a deal because I didn't want to go get no deals because mm-hmm. I don't want nobody's opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you'll give me your money and shut up, I'll take your deal, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because I know what to do with the money. You know what I'm saying? But niggas want to get their opinions. And if you know me, that's not possible. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I never do deals. But because I know and I trust my artists and my producers and I trust that they know what they are now that you're talking to me. And if you doubt, nigga, you know, you, I don't want to hear that nigga mouth. You know what I'm saying? So am I lying? You know? So so I know that they going to go out there, whatever situation I put them in, they ain't going to be no fucking hams. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing, like, to raise people that's not hams. It's easy to be a ham. All these niggas around this bitch running and, and rapping and bullshit is ham shit. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no real artistry. Like I said on my live, like how, if you an artist, how the fuck are you not fucking with Timo? You know what I'm saying? If you really do this rap shit, right? And the thing about Oberola, that nigga probably got the best ear in, uh, other than me. Like I've definitely stole niggas like that. I oh, Ober got that. I you well, I was definitely stealing niggas I saw I'm fucking with. So like the nigga <laughs> definitely got a good ass ear, and the nigga she just rap. Like, Oba want to be an artist. He should just write, get a dog out. He got an amazing ear. The nigga just write. You know what I'm saying? He could just write. But the nigga want to rap. And it's like, bro, you ugly. 
That's just the truth. And it's not going to work because you rap the wrong shit. Like, you got to rap some shoot 'em up bang bang shit, but then you got to be that nigga and no. So now you just go be like Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear writes, nigga, Justin B. Reed, rich as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Just go be Pooh Bear, nigga. Be detail. The fuck? Like, why you got to be an artist? You know, right? You can make money, but people don't want money. They want fame. Mm-hmm. Clout, stupid shit. That's why a nigga go buy a fucking used Benz instead of pay his mans that he could have always came back for something. Like, even in debt. You feel me? We got a publishing check. This nigga stole $703 from me this month. <laughs> You know what I'm he told Prevail like man, Prevail like man. He said he gonna make sure you get your cut of the publishing check. Shit came, never got it, still ain't got it. Seven hundred and three dollars, bro. That's what we down to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, Tom. We gotta be like, come on. So, is bro. there anything he can do at this point to make the business right? Or to make- I mean, there, there's never no business between us again. But I mean, I love that nigga. Like, yes, like yes, nigga. Yes, we can always make our friendship better. He, but why, but you, I can't be friends with this type of nigga. You got to be a different type of nigga, bro. Y'all know me. I love coming on these bitches clowning niggas, don't I? And what I tell y'all, like, bro, listen, y'all keep me in. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to ask you questions. This is not for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This for niggas to know. Like, your man's is wrong as fuck, bro. Like, that's crazy that niggas can't see that. That's why I don't follow niggas. I unfollow so many niggas. Like, oh, man, that. niggas won't unfollow me, though. Cause I got too much game. Like, why would you want to fuck over a nigga like me? Not even for money. But, nigga, I taught this nigga how to make money. That's why he able to live in that house that I put him in. You know what I'm saying? I put this nigga in the house he living in with his roommate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's crazy to me because it's like, why? Why you got to try to fuck over me, nigga? I helped. Look, how, look where I put you at, nigga. You was in your mama's bedroom. Now you in a fucking mansion in fucking Bloomfield Hills. I put you in that shit, nigga. I gave you to know how to move like a man and not like a child. That's what I gave you. Like, I showed you how to be not afraid of failure. words, fam. Those some strong words. But it's true. A man got to know how to move. You can be grown and not know how to move and always be in your mama's back room. But two years after meeting me, you in Bloomfield Hills. I've been on my own since I was 11. I had to teach myself. That's why I'm so fucked up. I don't know how to talk to niggas or nothing. Because I had to show myself how to be a man. I'm still learning that. But I was able to teach that nigga. And he had the other components of patience and shit like that. He's a very personable person. But your character is so flawed. And it's going to come out in a very, very big way. And it's going to harm a lot of people who trusted and believed in you a long time. Because if you would do something like this to me, it's just about you at all costs. He's not doing this to some regular ass nigga. It's plenty of people I could be talking about who owe me money, but I can't because it's like, nigga, I already had me too. Fuck it. That's what they thought it was worth. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. I'm from the streets. I done been, I been them niggas. I know what I, I know, well, whatever. Because I know what I am. So I know what you lost, even though you think you gained. So yeah, I taught that nigga how to move. And they'll tell you I taught him how to move. I gave him the game to get his woman. That's real shit. That's the actual game. The actual game that impressed her, I gave him that. Say this and do this and watch. And then he took it from there because once you open the door, you are a good nigga. You, people are going to like you. You know what I'm saying? It's just a different connection when it's your friend. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So I'm not about to be in this bitch, you know, clowning this nigga. It's so much embarrassing shit I could say about him. But why? Because this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing for me. Why are you doing this? We don't know. 
We know you don't want to give up this cash, and you can afford it. You just went and bought a Benz. What's that note? You could have just gave that to me. You, know what I'm saying? you bought a phone. You not getting that phone even on the fl- <laughs> even on the flex. You got to pay like sixty, seventy dollars. Come on, dog. nigga. I lost my wife's ring twenty five thousand dollars. It was like the third one I bought because we always get into it. I bought like a seventeen thousand dollars one and sold that bitch for a thousand. So that's why I don't be like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I really don't be can- like. I don't really be counting. And she made me mad. That, that, y'all that's a hell of a loss. Y'all remember that? Y'all, y'all remember that infamous video? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was that time. Like, but the thing is, like, for me, money never really a big issue. It's just the disrespect, because like a lot of my money came illicit ways when I was younger. So I feel like anything I lost or lose is just tax on money I should have never had anyway. True that. And them Bitcoin going crazy. So God bless that. So my thing is that's legit money. So whatever money I don't have, I just don't. And then people, man, take them to court and do what? Put myself up for tax evasion? <laughs> what I'm going to do? It's crazy. Like, but it's a trust thing you got amongst people, but ain't no honor amongst thieves. So be careful who you around because you might be around a fucking thief. You know what I'm saying? A nigga comfortable getting over on a man, that's crazy to me. That's just what I don't understand. Like, like come with me. Yeah, I mean, I didn't understand when I... When I looked on social media and, and saw what was going on, because from what I know, like y'all family, you know what I mean? Man, so what? That's the last thing I. Thought. I got carjacked. This nigga came and got me, nigga. Carjacked on fucking Irwin and goddamn Woodlawn, nigga. I called. I don't know why he was the first nigga that came. Got that's when I started fucking with him heavy. I, me and him was working in 2010. We did Hometown Heroes because Vito wanted me to work with him. Gumbo wanted to do Hometown Heroes. I got the money. Let's do it. Then he don't want to sell tickets because Zeno. I quit. They go out there catch a rape charge, which I already gave him game how not to do that because I saw how they was moving before. And I'm like, y'all going to catch a rape charge. I told him. And they caught one, him and Sean. Mm-hmm. Then he get fired. Now he on his knuckles. Knuckles. All the way. Him and Earl. We running dusty going crazy. Him and Earl on my line. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Nah. I, I pulled Tony. I said, bro, listen, I can work with you. I can't work with Earl. Why? Earl is crazy, nigga. We going to scrap. He don't know how to deal with a nigga like me, and I don't know how to deal with a nigga like him. So we started running. He made a decision to run his own thing, and we did that. We did $500 million. You know what I'm saying? In the midst of that, we found Deja. Everything go up when you're doing shit purely. It ain't perfect, but it go up. And everything that looked like it's going down ain't. So when the shit happened with Deja, every fell you think, oh, shit, Charlie going down, Deja going up. Is she? 18 months, watch. Said it on Twitter. It's still up there. Look it up. 18 months passed. What was she? Nothing. What is she today? Tiana Taylor four years ago. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you looking, when you look at it from that perspective, so anytime I make a move, I make a move. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I was telling my wife early, like, I'm never, like, to the point where I'm, like, I never question myself. So when I'm done with something, I'm just be done with it. I never question myself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... I just be disheartened to know that these people in bad situations, hoping that I put them in the best situation I could, like my ex-fiancee, Kalita, long time ago. And I used to be so fearful that she would get with some nigga that would make her do drugs because she was just that impressionable. You know what Why I'm saying? That because, like, my mom was a dope dealer, nigga, and that's all I seen my whole life. So, and it was just making me, like, like super scared, you know what I'm saying? Because she was so impressionable. Like, she was one of them women that just follow her man. Gotcha. You know, so I dogged her ass for 
two years to change that in her. And now she don't trust niggas, but I knew she won't love me no more, but I know she won't, no nigga can convince her to do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucked up that's trade fucked, off. But that, that's how I So feel. you made her better in the long run. That's why I feel. And she is stronger now. It's a matter of she more She more independent now. No, she might be, yeah, she emotionally damaged, but so am I. So you, it is a give and take. You know what I'm saying? I just said that. I my mama taught me how to talk to people better. I'm emotionally detached as fuck. You know, but that's why these moments can be so intense. And at the same time, I'm like, all right, what's up? Like, man, you crazy. Because it never was nothing. It was all just me yelling. It was like an act. I don't give a fuck for real. You know, but after time, when you get into, like, continuous disrespect, like buying shit, putting shit out there. And I know him. I know how he moves. I know how indirect he is and how he try to hide behind shit. He used to text me all the time, like, little shit, like, trying to get me to say shit out. Like, bro, I'm not no puppy. I say what I want to say. You know what I'm saying? But niggas be scared. I know a few niggas like that that you try to use me as they trigger man. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, what the fuck? I ain't no, I'm a boss. That's why I say what's on my mind. I don't say what's on your mind. I say what's on my mind. You know what I'm saying? But that's just a soft-ass nigga. But, I mean, it's apparent how niggas move. Like, nobody can say Tone took them course side, but Tone can say multiple men took him course side. You know what I'm saying? So And women. So... He just a good ass nigga. Niggas like looking out for him, and I just you know what I'm saying. I looked out for him, and it's good. But you know, I just want niggas to know like I'm not bullying Tom. I'm not on no shit with Tom. The nigga is on some bullshit. Like you can't give a nigga five hundred dollars, bro. Come on, dog. We gonna get five hundred dollars, bro. We gonna find a way five hundred dollars. When I was like, man, I was cussing these niggas out. I'm like, nigga, I lost my fucking wife ring. He's like, man, come on, we can find a way to get it back together. He said that. How, nigga? How? How you gonna help me get my money? You can't help me get your money. Fuck is you talking about? Like this nigga crazy. Like, but man, God bless him, bro. God bless his endeavors. You know what I'm saying? God bless everything he involved in. I hope it's fruitful. I hope you find a way to find Christ, nigga. Man, I hope them songs do everything they supposed to do for you, bro. My nigga YG definitely need a bag for every beat, and if not, then nigga trade that shit out. That shit ain't sweet anyway. So. And nigga, please take all my lyrics out. I swear to God, I put a lean on every publishing check coming from them bitches. If I hear one beep that I put in that bitch, like if I said you should say beep, say swear to God, nigga, you know how the lean shit work. I've been thinking about doing that shit to get little publishing checks now, nah, but I can't do it for seven hundred and three dollars. It's gonna cost more to put the lean down. Seven hundred and three dollars, Tom. Crazy. Y'all think I'm joking This is dead fucking serious I screenshotted the shit And sent it to Bravel. Like I thought he was gonna give me my, my money <laughs> This shit crazy dog But anyway so, so what's the status of the label right now? Oh shit man We working like Man Karan Project done My nigga YG Man he got all the beats Like I just said it like I'm giving four artist deals In the first I'm going to say the first half. I was going to say the first quarter, but I'm dealing with shit right now. So I'm going to say the first half of 18, bro. Like, we moving on a, on a situation. So I'm not about to sit around and waste time because I see niggas stealing my plays. I know these niggas, you know, Vail just did my little uh, – well, he, I turned it down, though, so I can't say mine. But he did the play with Kevin, so he got the whole compound, you know, the whole compound on uh, – 12 in Southfield, so he got that. So he got the multiple room play the way I want it set up. You know what I'm saying? We were supposed to be buying a fucking campus. This bitch-ass nigga is, oh my God. 
And then, uh, so I know this nigga know my playbook, you know what I'm saying, Tom? So it's like, man, I ain't about to let this nigga take my shit and be first to market because he's not smart enough to, nigga, all right, did you buy some Bitcoin? Yeah. Did you buy some? Yeah. Did y'all I buy? I wish I would have. No, 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 no. Y'all don't even talk to me. This nigga told every single fucking day and don't own no fucking Bitcoin. Man, I wish I, I mean. So he not smart enough to implement any of my plans, so I got to do it before he fuck my shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, how the fuck you not going to buy Bitcoin you with me every fucking single goddamn day? Not paying me my money every single goddamn day. So you got extras. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Like, But, nigga, this shit about to go into the millions and billions, bro. Like, niggas don't understand what it is because it moved like a fucking stock. But it's not a goddamn stock. It's new world order. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if you own this shit, you will own it as if you are a Rothschild in time. People who look at the Rothschilds and all of these people, these motherfuckers been this rich for centuries, bro. So what we're doing today, if you do it right, you will, believe me, your family will be that important in the future or you will be a worker. And most of y'all will because y'all dumb. You know what I'm saying? And that's unfortunate, but it is the truth. And I wish y'all wasn't because if y'all wasn't, then y'all would download Coinbase and fucking listen. And then when this shit becomes substantial in value, what are you going to do? A dummy? You're going to sell your Bitcoin probably to me and I'll buy it even at the inflated price because I understand that you should never fucking sell your Bitcoin because that is the bullion for those who are stupid again. That is the gold, okay? It's the backing. So now if you have... A million dollars in Bitcoin You don't have to sell Bitcoin to liquidate All you have to do is go take out a fucking loan In your fiat currency American dollar or Canadian dollar or the euro Whatever the fuck your currency is And now you can just use that as a liability Twofold You will never lose the appreciation potential Of your Bitcoin in the future And you will never have to pay taxes on any fucking money you get Because loans are not assets They are what? Liabilities now, if you had me in your corner every single day, would you steal 80000 from me? Nigga telling you this type of shit for free every day. Mm. That's just one little thing, bro. I'm a fucking genius. And it's like, <laughs> it's amazing to me. Like, but I am, bro. Like, I'm so fucking smart, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, listen. Listen, bro. Listen. So what's the next wave then? Amazon. Yeah, Amazon is going to announce they're going to start taking Bitcoin sometime next year. No, all of it. See, 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 eBay going to go first. So we're going to crack 20000 on January 19th. And then um, once eBay announces, it's going to spike probably to like seventy. It's going to go crazy. And then when Amazon went, man, once that happened, once eBay do it, everybody has to immediately do it. Walmart, everybody, because you got to compete with that market. Yeah. So, once, man, and then you have to understand, like, Bitcoin is finite. Yes, very. Right, 21 million, 7 million lost already, 14 million in circulation. And you have to understand, Bitcoin is the backing and it's the it's the code for all the other shit. The Ethereum, the Light, all that shit is the same shit, just variations because it was an open source. We can write our own, too, if y'all want to scam some niggas. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Well, not absolutely. You scam, but you can absolutely write your own. We'll talk off camera. Yeah. I, I, I know I'm some saying, niggas sitting for scams. I mean, when I when it was introduced to they me hitting, dog. They, five, six years ago, it was some uh, some swiper niggas who put me on because yeah, that's how I always like down. so like that's why I've been telling all the swipers how dumb they've been for so long because like y'all swiping, putting y'all life at risk, and all y'all, y'all just kids hold the coin. 
Like I know niggas who was buying Bitcoin in 2012 going crazy with it. And it spiked in 13. They jumped on it and got the fuck out. I know niggas who had thousands of Bitcoins. Yeah. Black people, hood niggas. Because it was dirt cheap. Silk Road. Niggas. All the dumb shit because we dumb. But niggas was stealing it. I mean, the infrastructure then got better because niggas was steal all your fucking Bitcoin. Smart right. motherfuckers. You don't know. Right. You get on there right. and then steal your shit. So right. I was weary. And I so I caught on. I knew about it, but I ain't buy none until. Oh, yeah. But you the, the, they say you should never be what? Too early or, or too late. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's always best. But what I'm saying is people feel like if they took five. like So if you took $5,000 today, let's say if you took $5,000 on Friday. When I tell a nigga, y'all better buy that shit, it was, you would have had a half, then there half a coin for 5000 You would have been doubled up your money now, or today, on this Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy that people don't listen. So, and I haven't bought any new Bitcoin, y'all. I know I be preaching shit, but I don't have any money because Tone has all my money, <laughs> and I am not lying. Like, nigga, I'm paying lawyers and shit right now, and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? That, that's nothing to do with him. That's just bad luck because of my plans, but... Like so, that's all over. Like paying the lawyers, this nigga not giving my money and the Bitcoin teetering and shit. So I'm hoping we go a good little dip around March, man. I think we are gonna dip to probably back down to like twelve. I'm gonna go fucking crazy. So I know you reached out when you said you want to leave uh, a lot of stuff in 2017, and that was the point of uh the whole point of this. Yeah, like everything, dude. Listen, like I said on my Instagram, listen. I ain't got no beef with nobody, bro. Not even Tone. Like, man, I was telling I was going to beat Tone ass when I seen him. That's why he in the gym. I know y'all be on the Insta Snap and the nigga <laughs> in the gym because I've been telling him beat his ass when he, he know what I'm about. So I ain't doing that no more. So hopefully he just forgive me for all that and don't fight me, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't want no smoke. For real, though, I don't. Like, you my mans. You breaking my heart, though, but fuck it. Nigga, I got to take the L because you're too important to me. I don't want nothing to happen to you. And I don't want you to act out of character and get some bad shit into to the air trying to, you know, because you're scared. So, nigga, you my man. You got me, bro. Take that shit, run with it. Any nigga fucking with you, though, it's unfortunate for them. You know what I mean? So, because as my man tell you, karma. And if it's like they say, she's got a boomerang regardless of what you do. So, shit, I'm fucking with that theory today. So... But time tell my truth, so you know how that is. If you ever want to call me, <clears throat> I know you ain't blocking me because I text you bullshit every day to see if it's delivered, and it is. So I know you you get my text messages. So, nigga, just talk to me. Nigga, work this shit out. You can pay me 500 a month, bro. You're driving that old-ass Benz. Now, uh, <laughs> earlier you were saying uh, in 2018, you was going through a bunch of music, a bunch of artists saying in 2018 these folks are going to have a year. And I know you got an ear for it's music. It's just GT, bro. Like, that's it, bro. GT. That's it. Like, make that a splice. Does that GT? Like, just use that as an edit. Give it to me. That's it. <laughs> GT, bro. G fucking T, dog. Listen. Man. Dog. I'm, listen. I've been so excited for this nigga to do this project for so long, knowing what he was the whole time. Even when I was running with Dusty, and I used to tell Dusty, like, man, keep that nigga close. Y'all look like brothers, you know what I'm saying? This nigga swaggy as fuck, you know what I'm saying? GT always had flavor, nigga. Man, so now he got the music coming out with that shit, and I'm excited, bro. But, 
Yeah, and I'm not, another thing I'm doing, I'm not giving niggas my insight on shit no more unless it's a nigga already moving that I can't get. Because every time I say something, oh, dog got him now, or, you know, such and such with such and such. Not what the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas be dick sucking my shit. You know they do. So I was like, nope. I mean, not. I can I can think of a couple artists this year that I remember you you seeing on saying their name on social media, and, and then they end up making... Making different moves. But for me, it's always good, though, right? Because, like, everything that happened this year happened because of T Grizzly. And that was me. So everything that happened was because of me. Period. I don't give a fuck. That's just what it is with me. Can't nobody call my phone in 2018, probably because I'm changing the number. But if I don't, I'm just never going to answer this one again. But just understand, nobody can call my phone without a bag. And, like, people, man, ain't nobody paying you, bro. Niggas call me all the time for shit for free. So if they don't call off with the bag, then just that's cool, too. Like, I'm, I'm not, you know, soliciting. I'm not prostituting myself out. <laughs> but just know, like, nobody can, bro. And I'm not doing no fucking favors. I'm not world star and shit. Nothing, nigga. I'm charging like everybody else. And that's if your shit's sweet, because you can't just pay me. My name more important than your bread. So if your shit not sweet, you can't even pay me. Like, I'm not that nigga, you know? I'm about to focus on, excuse me, I'm about to focus on charlieandbree.com. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be, we're about to start our podcast. We did our first live at Charlie and Bree on Instagram. That's Charlie and Bree on Instagram. We did our first live today. We're going to do podcasts with whatever day she chooses. I'm going to run that shit, whatever. And then, um, like I said, building bosses, doing shit, you know what I mean? And then I got these few big-ass projects that I can't say much on, but these are developments. So, I mean, shit moving, bro. And like, like I said, I can get bro. Another thing, if you want a deal, I, you could buy a deal. I just, I sell, I'm selling deals, bro. What so, you mean by that? Nigga, I get anybody a deal. You want to be signed just to say you signed and you want to have a deal and say you this, nigga, I'm selling them bitches, bro. Holla at me. It can't be that easy. It can't be that easy. You see niggas work, niggas work for years right. to try and get a deal. Right. Did you know Deja? <laughs> I know who she is. Did you know who she is? Like previous? No, nah, you nah, didn't. Exactly. Nah. So, like I said, I'm selling deals. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, and it's even easier this time because Detroit hot and everybody calling me every day. Charlie. And guess what I'm saying? GT. The only name I'm saying when niggas call me because that's the truth, nigga. And if y'all don't jump on that nigga bandwagon, like GT is going to be the most important artist of this fucking since Eminem coming out of Detroit. Man, that's a big statement. I'm man. telling you, bro, because like Sean is especially because there's a lot of Sean, other hot niggas popping in Sean, the city. Sean creeping, bro. But who popping though? Like these niggas hot, bro. It's local shit. That shit don't count. Like go to somewhere else and see how that shit sound. They're gonna be like, get that shit off my radio. That's what they gonna say. That's how that shit go, bro. They don't want to hear that shit. I don't, we, Jay, me, me, and you was just sitting here a little bit before you came. Don't toss, nobody toss love. Don't that. nobody love Detroit sound more than me. I don't fell out with niggas who love nigga. I fuck it, nigga. I remember arguing with Tommy Walker and CP about Detroit, and them niggas was like, "Man, you can't come up in Detroit. You gotta leave. You gotta die." I I stopped fucking with them niggas because of that. This was in 2010. I was working. It was me. Everybody was on the same team. We was all on Tone team. It was Tone's supposed to be team at the time. This before, like you know, uh, CP was still working at Walmart in the marketing department and shit like that. So he wasn't even comedian all the way yet. You know what I'm saying? And they was over in Royal Oak and shit. This is when he was still doing the cartoon time. He was still doing cartoon graphics and shit. Now it's Detroit versus everybody. Fuck out of here. That's what I'm saying. Like 
nigga, I just be knowing what it is before it is. And it's like, damn, like, how many times I got to be right for niggas? It's like, bro, what the fuck Charlie think? Bro, because I be knowing, like, bro, don't leave Detroit. Fuck with Detroit. Detroit it. Detroit it. Detroit it. Detroit it. Detroit it. I was arguing with everybody. Me and Dusty was getting arguments all the time. Like, dog, it's Detroit, nigga. Detroit. D-fucking-Troit. Nigga, man, we got to leave, got to leave, got to leave. No, you don't. Now, anybody left this bitch sick because of Detroit hot as fuck. Now, niggas trying to come back. Remember, Oba moved to Atlanta. Now, he back. Because why? Detroit. And I've been saying that shit since 2010 because I just be knowing shit, bro. I made money on T. Grizzly. Not from him, but bets. Like, nigga, I, like, I bet you just do what I say it's going to do. Man, that shit ain't about to do nothing. You crazy as hell. Nigga, nigga, like, my friends send me screenshots of shit I've, I've, shit I've told them how, how, what I'm about to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, friends, I was telling niggas, like, how I'm about to play the YouTube game. And I just figured out another loophole with YouTube. Shout out to that. Jay, I call you on that. But, so the, the, the YouTube loophole, like, I was like, nigga, you getting paid per stream. You can make a 30-second stream and go crazy. You know what I'm saying? They just closed that loophole because that's how Rockstar became number one on Billboard. That shit I was conceptualizing last year. I'm like, this time I'm going to play the game. But instead of being able to play the game like that before they close the loophole, I'm getting to arguments with niggas who stealing money. Like, bro, if you just believed a little bit longer, nigga, we was gonna be rich as fuck. Six hundred songs, nigga. Y'all got six hundred. Six hundred fucking songs. We was gonna be rich as fuck. Cause I was like, y'all don't even understand, like, bro. Oh my god, the game was so. And it's like, fuck it, you just gotta do it this way, you know. But like I said, man, at the end of the day, I'm over that shit, bro. This is the last conversation I'm having about it. If you fucking with that nigga and you not telling that nigga, like, bro, Charlie just want to have a conversation about how you going to start paying him back. He know you don't got bands like that. How the fuck you buying cars and buying new shit and doing all this shit and you can't pay this man some money? And you know how tight it is financially for him because of what he was doing with the label. Taking every single thing that he was coming in and putting into the label. And stopping other activities that was funding this shit. You know what I'm saying? You're crazy, bro. We leaving that in 2017. <laughs> That's why we having this conversation. Because yeah. 18 lit, bro. Like, I ain't tripping on none of these niggas, bro. I just want to make sure ain't no static, bro, because my brothers ain't having that shit. Like, niggas giving my address out to niggas so they can call me. Like, bro, yeah. Crazy shit. Like, I'm trying to extort them, though. Like, bro, this ain't your big homie. This ain't my big homie. Why this nigga in our business? Oh, you scared because you know what I'm about. But you don't got to be scared, bro. Like, what the fuck, nigga? Like, we, like, what the fuck? You can't, like, we don't even have to talk face-to-face. Nigga, I've asked everybody, bro. Gumbo. I'm like, Gumbo. He's like, bro, you know Tone not going to do that. All right, so what? I'm supposed to accept that he not going to do that because he not going to do that? The fuck? Like, this is the type of, like, incubator he in, bro. He in, like, the bubble, nigga. Like, people just won't say nothing to the nigga because he don't tell nobody nothing. So everybody, man, I don't know what's going on. Yes, you do, motherfucker, because I'm telling you what's going on. So go to him and confront him about fucking trying to have me. I ain't got nothing to do with that. But if I was, so, so then street niggas, like, they be niggas hitting me up in my DM. Like, you know how these rapping niggas, ass niggas be. Bro, that shit lame. You can't be doing that at the end of the day. What, what, what you would do if a nigga was giving, all right, rapping ass, drug dealing, shoot him, killing, bang ass, drug dealing rapper. What would you do if a nigga owed you 80000 and was buying cars? Oh, you going to kill him. Oh, I'm not going to do that. This is my friend. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm going to try to reach him through all channels. And even if it makes me look lame, if it makes me look like a bum, nigga, I'm trying to save my nigga. I'm not out here trying to hurt this nigga. I'm not out here trying to do nothing. But I'm not even trying to save the relationship at this point. I don't even want the money. At the, I'm done after this conversation. So be clear. Nigga, it's nothing. It's nothing to be talked about. Nothing to be said. You don't need to say nothing to me, nigga. I ain't going to say nothing to you. Yeah, but you know what I told you. So please just remember that. You know? So I'm done with it. It is in 17. That's done. Anytime, what happened with you and Tom? I had that link here. Listen to this. So niggas can understand that this is not the same nigga that just be snapping on niggas. So fuck 80,000. Fuck Tom. That's a spice. You can use that as a spice. <laughs> and, um,. That's just what it is, man. I'm over it, dog. Like, I didn't even want this to be this long. You could actually, like, really a lot of, like, y'all can cut it if I want to, but, yeah, that's what it is with me, man. 2018, Charlie and Bree building bosses. Um, crazy shit going crazy, man. I can't even tell you about that. I want to so bad, but I can't. And then my nigga YG coming through the motherfucking, he no longer a producer. He a fucking artist. He killing shit. Yeah. And then I, that's how I'm talking in 18. I'm about to turn my college shit all the way up. You know what I'm saying? So just be prepared when you say hi to me just for a super aggressive hello. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's going to be extremely but pleasantly aggressive. Like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Keller you know, type. You know what I'm saying? You're like, damn, that nigga real. I like that nigga. Or you like me? Gotta get you some velour jogging suits, though. Man, listen, you book. I was bringing velour back anyway, nigga. I've been looking for them Pelly velours. My thing is everybody doing the Gucci velours and shit, which I fucking love them bitches. My favorite Gucci velour is the one that Noriega was wearing and paid in full. That bitch so ice, and the one that Cam had on and paid in full. But my era, our era, was straight Pelly Pelly velours. So that's why I'm trying to get with the fucking matching Tims. I got to lose some weight, though, because fat niggas don't look good. It never did look good in velours to me, because velours don't baggy on them. It's just, it's like a coat. It, like, <laughs> fit. <laughs> it fit, you know what I'm saying? Like a bomber jacket. Like, take that tight. Like, no. This crazy, like, I cannot believe niggas have the audacity to talk about these kids wearing this tight shit. We're in the 80s. That's all Run niggas DMC. wore. Well, at, no, not, no, no, the world. Nigga, every single. You look at the fucking. Uh, the Jerry Curl. No, that shit niggas, gay. Uh, the rapper's delight. The, yeah. the, the front of the album cover. Oh, these niggas had on spandex. That one niggas had on like, that, bro. Listen, oh, oh, and I and I got fishnets. I, yeah. I got a new. I got a new t-shirt line. Vest, chestless vest. That shit. shit gay. You know what I'm saying? Like I said on my Instagram, I got my new shit. That shit gay. It's not a derogatory <laughs> like you know meaning like man. If you do some weak shit, that no. If you do some gay shit, that shit gay. Like man, <laughs> me and my wife podcast gonna be lit, but. Long story short, a lot of women, like sophisticated women, professional women, they like to be trying to fuck with niggas' ass, and that shit is gay. So if you in a relationship and that's happening, just understand, I don't think you gay, but that shit gay. We'll get, <laughs> get you the hoodie and say, that shit gay. We'll know what's going on. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Like, and it's not like, listen, I love everybody, but just certain things are, and that's just how it is. Like me, that shit fat. That's me. <laughs> but no, nah, I'm in a pleasant mood, bro. Like 18 exciting, bro. I love y'all podcast, bro. Like, y'all got a good ass little podcast. Man, we appreciate, appreciate you. It, uh I mean, last year. So it's technically when it's dropping it'll be season next three. Year. 
So yeah, we be in season three. Uh, but last year you kicked off the 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 year, you know, with the episode, and uh, this year you kicking off the year uh, with another episode. So we appreciate you. Got to be uh, another good year. Absolutely. Listen, uh, so this actually is not working out. If we keep, we're not gonna keep thinking about that. Listen. Yeah, so 2017, <laughs> I never, ever, ever want to repeat this year, bro. Like, the only time it was a worse year, it was in 2002 when I went through that case and thought I was about to be in prison for the rest of my life. That's the only year worse than this year because not only of what happened at the end and still happening to the end, but it just was a very trying year. And I feel like it was because I was building something authentic with inauthentic people. So, I pray in 2018 that I move solo or I move with people that feel like I'm moving solo. So if I'm with anybody that's giving me any waves or any type of competition or any type of that's any type of lack of devotion, I'm gonna move like the wind. Trust me, no no second chances this time. No arguments. Listen, I promise niggas I I can't blow this. Otherwise, they gonna get my deals. I only got a couple more friends that still believe. Good thing they super powerful. Cause man, they like bro. This this the last time, so I'm on the rope. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do, man. Like we um, like we say every week. I'm not saying that we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jane Dame. Hell yeah, peace.